Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pole Pit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Traveling Pole Pit family, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am, and I hope you are too. You know, it wasn't too long ago, Traveling Pole Pit family, that I told you in a series of messages called The Storm, or I See the Storm. And I first explained how I heard the thunder, I saw the clouds building, I saw the lightning flash. But you know, since then, Traveling Pole Pit family, it is storming. And I'm not talking about a storm that is going to pass over us in a few hours or, or, or maybe maybe even a, a f after the storm lets up no this storm is a storm that is here to stay this storm is in the form of the antichrist coming in the power whether you believe this or not he is coming in the power which he is already of power you know it is f- crazy to think that we would be here during this period of time uh, as believers, but you know what? Christ himself took three nails, one in each hand and one in both feet, a, a spearing to his side and a crown of thorns on his head. And he suffered for our benefit. He died so we could live. This man knows exactly what it feels like to go to hell. He went to the literal hell to take back the keys of hell and death from Satan. So he knows what goes on there. He knows what is taking place there and he does not want any of us to go there. Anyone who goes to hell does so by their own accord. They go there voluntarily. Simply put, hell was not created for mankind. It was created for Satan and his demons. But any man that puts himself there, put himself there because he chooses to put himself there. It was never made for mankind, but mankind finds himself being put there voluntarily every single day. Simply because he does not have an umbrella. And for those of you traveling pulpit family who do not have an umbrella, I offer you today this umbrella and I pray that you use it. This umbrella was the same umbrella that David used when he was on the run from Saul, when Saul was trying to kill him because Saul knew that David was God's chosen He wasn't just God's anointed. He was God's chosen. You see, Saul knew that he was only anointed by the people whom God gave permission to have a king over them. God never chose Saul. The people chose Saul. So Saul knows that this man, David, is God's choice. He is the one that God has chosen and he is the one that 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 Saul is trying to destroy. So David is in a cave. David is hiding out because David knows that this is the man made ordained king. 
that God has allowed to be king. So David does not want to hurt him, nor does he want to kill him, even though David knows that he can kill him at any moment. But this is what David wrote when he was in those caves. It is the 23rd Psalm that I want to recite to you today. And this is the umbrella traveling pulpit family that I want to give to you. And I pray that you use it. This is the 23rd Psalm. David wrote, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now, when you think of a shepherd, you think of someone who tends to sheep. You think of someone who guards the sheep. You think of someone who herds the sheep. Well, Jesus has already let us know that he is the good shepherd, that the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep, which he has already done and has taken it back up again so that no one will take it from him again. He lets us know that he watches over every person who calls upon him. He guards every one of us who are sheep. You know, he came to this world as the great shepherd to give us, to give to us the ability to be guarded, to be protected, to be tended to, and to be herded by him. But this world wants to have another type of herd. You see, Jesus wants to herd us to give us life, but this world wants to herd those to bring a death upon them. Because in this world, you do nothing with a herd, but you kill them. That's what a herd is. And if, and if you know what I'm talking about when I say herd, you know I'm talking about herd immunity. These people in this world are not playing with us. Therefore, we should not be playing with them. We should have our focus on the Lord no matter what goes on in this world. He is our shepherd and we shall not want for anything. He makes us lie down in green pastures, David writes. He leads us beside still waters. You know, Jesus is letting us know that leading us down the path, uh, 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 making us lie down in green pastures and leading us beside still waters. He is the shepherd that provides these things for us. We will not go down the green pastures, not the, not the work ethic that some of us have. We don't know what it's like to, to, to relax or, or to take time out just to say, thank you, Lord, because we're so consumed with trying to beat someone else out for the things that they have, things that we can't afford, things that we know we don't need in our lives. But we go about our daily business trying to outdo the next man. Leading us beside still waters means to take a break, to be restored. He wants to restore us. He wants to give us a part of himself. But none of us, some of us are not in the, in the, the way that we can get on our knees. Or if we can't get on our knees, just talk to him. Leading beside the still waters is like relationship. He's leading you somewhere. Leading you somewhere means he's with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to commune with you. He wants to have relationship with you. And he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know what the path 
of of righteousness for his namesake is the paths of his righteousness is Jesus saying in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the father, but by me. So if you are in the path of his righteousness, you are well on your way to meeting the father, seeing him just as he is. But if you're not, if this is not the way you're walking, traveling pulpit family, share this message with someone so that they can get on the right path. Also, the only way is through Christ. He said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man, no one comes to the father, but by me, there is no other way. There is no other way a celebrity can tell you that there is a way. There is no other way that your money can provide another way for you. There is no way in the world that no one that bribes someone a hundred dollars for a shot knows the path to his righteousness. But, 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 but. David in this cave is writing these things. He's letting us know that the pathway of his righteousness is to believe in him. And Jesus backs that up by saying in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth and the life. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now, Look at that for a moment. The valley of the shadow of death. Traveling pulpit family, do you not know that a shadow is just an area or shape produced by uh, something coming between the rays of light and the surface of light that the rays are falling upon? In other words, If the light of Christ is standing upon you and the enemy gets between you and that light of Christ that's upon you, that shadow of the enemy is going to surround you, but it cannot hurt you. It cannot separate you. It cannot take from you what the Lord has given to you. He has given you salvation, traveling pulpit family, and that cannot be taken from you. It is just a shadow. It cannot hurt you. What we are faced with today. Oh, this, you must have this. You must do this. If not, you won't be able to go here. You won't be able to do this. Don't you want to do these things? Don't you want to have these things? All these things are shadows. They mean nothing to me. And I hope and pray traveling pulpit family. They mean nothing to you because it is just a shadow trying to scare you. They are using every scare tactic that they can to try and separate you from the love of Christ, everyone. But it is just a shadow. It is just, it is just a body figuration getting between the light of Christ that is on you and the appearance. It is just the appearance of something trying to separate you. Our response to that, it should be to remember John 11 and 25, what Jesus told Martha just before he raised her brother Lazarus from the dead. He told Martha, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Then he asked Martha a question. I'm going to ask you this same question. Do you believe?
That's it. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? I will fear no evil for you are with me. Not the shadow you. Because you are more than a shadow. You are the way, the truth and the life. And your rod and your staff will comfort me. Meaning the rod and the staff, meaning that when I get out of line, because I'm yours, because I belong to you, because you died for me, because I chose you, you will use that rod to tap me back into place and you will use that staff to keep me going in the paths of your righteousness. That's what that means. You prepare a table before the presence of my enemies and you anoint my head with oil. You know where that comes from? That comes from, remember Superman. Now, I'm old enough to remember the the, 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 the George Reeves. I may, I may be telling my age, but I remember the George Reeves as a little boy, Superman. But I also remember the Christopher Reeves as a little boy watching uh, Superman. And there was a movie, uh, Superman 2. If you have YouTube, you might want to check this part out. Superman was faced with... The three supervillains led by one named General Zod and Lex Luthor and Lois Lane, along with the three supervillains, watched as Superman got into a crystal chamber, which he made Lex Luthor think that if he went into this crystal chamber, that he would lose his power before the three supervillains, when in actuality, Superman Rip gained power by being in the crystal chamber because he was empowered because on the outside, those that were on the outside, the three supervillains were losing their power. So you see what Christ is letting us know in Matthew six and nine, that when you go into your room to pray, you are being filled with power from above. You are being filled with power from the Holy Spirit. You are being filled with power that can conquer everything. Not just anything, it can conquer everything. You will not lose out on anything once you go to your room and you get down and you speak to your father in privacy so that he may go and bless you out in the open. This is done so that people will know that you belong to him. When, when, when in, in that movie, when he did that, as soon as Superman came out of the crystal chamber and he knelt before Zod and took Zod's hand, he broke it because there was no power in the enemy. All power was in Superman, just like all power is in our God who gave us Christ, who came from, came from heaven. No one came from heaven, but him. No one went back to heaven, but him. But while he was here. He was placed in a tomb where it seemed that the power was taken from him. But three days later, the power was restored to him and he got up with all power in his hand and he broke the back of the demon. He broke the back of the devil. He broke the back of hell and nothing can overcome that as long as we are in him. 
As long as we know who we serve, as long as we know who we stand by, as long as we know who leads us down the paths of his righteousness, for he is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way but by him to get to the Father, for there is no crystal chamber if we are in the tomb. And that is when we come to our room to pray. He anoints our head with oil so much that our cup overflows in the presence of our enemies so that our enemies know that we are with the one who got up with all power in his hands, with the keys of hell and death, never to die again. Firstborn of the dead, Colossians call him. David ends it by saying, surely, without a doubt, I know this. In Traveling Pulpit family, I want you to know I know this. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, John 14 and 2, Jesus told his disciples where the paths of his righteousness leads it leads to the doorstep of the house of the Lord, which we will remain in forever. He says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, but I go. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will return to take you to myself to where I am. Do you not know, traveling pulpit family, that the paths of his righteousness, being the way, the truth and the life leads us to the address of the father in heaven, whom he has gone to his house. We are going to his house, traveling pulpit family. There is no need for us to 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 take what they say is something that will save our lives. Because you have to remember this. Jesus also said that whomever shall try to save their life will lose it. But those who lose their life for my sake will find it again. Traveling pulpit family, I would much rather follow the paths of his righteousness that leads to the house of the Lord, that I may dwell with him forever. Because I know that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And I know that in his father's house, there are many mansions. And I've got one picked out with my name on it for me. I know I do. But I want to know, traveling pulpit family, do you? Do you know the way? Do you know the address? Do you know it's not too late? It's not too late, traveling pulpit family. Yes, we are in these days and times. No, the Lord does not take pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. But you know what? There comes a time when there will be no more time. When there will be no more opportunity. But you have this opportunity right now, traveling pulpit family. And that opportunity is yours. Will you accept this umbrella that I'm giving you? Because it is storming outside. I mean, it is storming like you've never seen before. And it's a storm that you don't even see. It's a storm of spiritual warfare. For we fight not against flesh and blood. But flesh and blood is being used in this storm. Peter began to sink because he took his eyes 
off of the, the, the way, the truth and the life. And he began to look at the world. He began to look at the government of the world and he began to sink. But I'm giving you this umbrella today, traveling pulpit family, that you will be protected. That you will not sink. That you will know the path of his righteousness is the way, the truth and the life that leads to the house of the Lord, where your name is written on your mansion. Where you go into your room. And be powered, be empowered. Where you will know that it is just a shadow. And you'll know. That the birds neither reap nor sow. But they eat every day. They bathe every day. They sing a song to the Lord every day. And the Lord feeds them because he loves them. But how much more does he love you? Traveling pulpit family, that is the message for today. I pray that you will take this umbrella and that you will use it. This is your opportunity. This is your umbrella. Will you take it? Will you use it? Will you put it to good use? And, 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 and by doing so, will you give someone else an umbrella? Will you share an umbrella with someone else? Will you give this umbrella to your neighbor? Will you give this umbrella to your family member? Will you give this umbrella to your coworker? You see, the world is doing exactly what the world wants to do. And that is be a shadow of fear. Be a shadow of death over you so that so that you will be tricked into thinking that you can save your own life. And still get into the father's house. But if you try to save your own life, traveling pulpit family, you do not know the way. And you will not end up at the father's doorstep. But this umbrella that I'm giving you today, it is the umbrella so that you may know the way to the father's house. And that you will be with him forever. Traveling pulpit family, it is so simple. All you have to do to get this umbrella is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. That's your umbrella. That's what you need right now in this storm. Confess with your mouth. That Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. I'm not telling you anything that I don't already know. And if you doubt these words, ask someone who has who already has an umbrella, because I'm talking to someone who has an umbrella that is willing to share an umbrella. And I pray that someone will share that umbrella with someone who needs an umbrella. It is that simple traveling pulpit family. It's the umbrella that leads to eternal salvation. And that umbrella is from the Messiah, the Christ, whom we call Jesus. And all you have to do is share it with someone. Traveling pulpit family, I want to thank you 
for today. I want to thank you for this opportunity to bring this message forth to you so that you will be aware, so that you will be told when you stand before him. Oh, I did not know. Oh, no, I, I didn't get that. No, I didn't hear that. No, no, you are hearing this now and you will continue to hear this until there is such a time when you will hear it from me no more. But it's not me that is doing the talking. It is me that is being used as the vessel for the talking. And I hope and pray that you hear his voice and not my voice, because his voice is the voice that leads to the path of righteousness, which is the way, the truth and the life that if, that leads to the father's doorstep in his house. And I leave you with this traveling pulpit family. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, he he glory, be, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and forevermore. Amen. Traveling Pulpit family, be blessed this day. You can find me on travelingpulpit at gmail.com, travelingpulpitministries.com. Also on all the social media sites, all you have to do is find Traveling Pulpit or you can hashtag traveling the hashtag the traveling pulpit. I'm not hard to find just like Jesus is not hard to find. If you're looking for the traveling pulpit, you'll find Jesus. And if you find Jesus, you'll be if you're looking for Jesus, you'll find the traveling pulpit. There he is. There he will always be with you as he is with me. God bless you, Traveling Pulpit. For the Traveling Pulpit podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan wishing you blessings, joyfulness, gratefulness, and thankfulness. God bless you. Goodbye for now.